0: and
1: you're invited to it's time to watch the show good morning and welcome to Saturday morning obscurities I'm your host brother jams I'm your host sister melissa and welcome to the show uh we are not alone in this episode we have a special guest our friend jack
0: hello thank you for having me
1: jack welcome jack so much is here to the show. Welcome so much. Uh, So, if you guys have never listened to the show before, what we do is we watch an old kids' show or movie and kind of talk about it. Uh, We'll watch the intro along with you. We'll have a a moment where you can sync and watch it with us. Uh, And then we'll kind of talk and walk through it and see if it's still as good as we remember. Uh, (laughs) Today, we're watching uh, Oogie Loves and the Big Balloon Adventure. Yes. Do you want to talk about a little bit of history before we get to the the What's New (laughs) Scooby-Doo?
2: Yeah, we need to introduce the, the concept of this film, because it is very obscure. And I think most people have not heard of it. Jack, do you remember how we came to know of this movie? Because it was specifically chosen for the episode you were
1: on. Yes.
0: Yes, I do remember. It was when we went to see Brave... What? in theaters <laughs> and this was one of the trailers that showed before the movie oh and wow there were many baffling things about this trailer one that it played starships by Nicki Minaj mm-hmm. and it ended with coming to theaters oogist whatever the last <laughs> Friday was in oogist <laughs>
1: oogist <Oog-ist-ter-ist.
2: Okay. laughs> I'm so happy you remember specifically what movie it was because I've been trying to remember that <laughs> hmm That's
1: amazing. I w-
2: I can't believe this movie came out in 2012. I thought it was much more recent than that. And the fact that this movie is older in the lore of our friendship than Guardians of the Galaxy is boggles wow. me. That's wild.
1: That's a pivotal moment <laughs> in you guys' friendship?
2: Yes. Yeah, it is. In our in our whole lives. I yes. measure time against when's Guardi- when Guardians of the Galaxy came out, and I can't believe this was pre Guardians.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Why is Guardians such a special movie? For you guys. I mean, it is a special movie.
2: <laughs> in general, to Earth. For me, it came out the week I started a new job that I still have today. I've moved around in the company, but it's still the same company. So that's oh, it's a, a, a special landmark in my life. And the movies, just always been there through me, through highs and lows. I could I could spend twenty minutes talking about it.
1: Only twenty. All right.
0: Yeah, I I would agree with that. It wasn't I didn't have anything pivotal going on in my life when it was released, but it was the first movie in quite a few years that I really got into. Mm-hmm. And that enough That's was awesome. that was enough for me.
1: Awesome. Uh, so before we talk, uh, start talking about the Oogie Loves and the Big Balloon Adventure. Uh, this is the segment of the show called "What's New Scooby-Doo," where we just kind of talk about anything new we've been watching. Does anyone have anything new they've been they've been keeping an eye on?
2: I recently watched a two-hour documentary on Deep Blue, the chess-playing computer.
1: Why does Deep Blue remind me of an anime that was on Toonami?
2: Blue submarine th- number six.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Okay, I, I would rather watch a two-hour <laughs> documentary. <or that. laughs> to be honest.
2: Well, somehow I found this riveting.
1: <laughs> Can you impart with us a few facts about deep blue?
2: The documentary and by documentary, I just mean very well-made YouTube video. <laughs> mm. <laughs> when in detail through every move of deep blue against real human chess grandmaster, Gary Kasparov and the mind games that were played on him and how Deep Blue came to beat a human chess grandmaster and the fallout of such an event.
1: Fun. Is Deep Blue still uh, in working order? or
2: No, no. Deep Blue is like two computer towers, and they've been, because it was built to beat a chess grandmaster, and it did that. So then after it beat Gary, like it didn't have much of a purpose in life anymore, sadly. Aww. So the two halves were split apart, and Aww. they're in two different computer museums somewhere. Like and I want to go dubs. see them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> One day they'll be reunited.
2: I hope so. Like I'd I'd show up for the Deep Blue reunion tour with
1: itself. That sounds fun. I'd be yeah. I'd go to a museum for that. <laughs> I haven't been watching a lot. I mean, this whole week I've been very busy, so I pretty much just watched what uh, the Oogie loves and the uh, <laughs> the the movies we watch in our in our uh discord groups um but and you know how we love podcasts here uh mm-hmm. we are one we are one we we podcast we like podcast uh do you remember well you know Brian David Gilbert yes <laughs> no i said yes sorry uh, you cut out again <laughs> I thought, I couldn't figure out what that moment of suspense was for. <laughs> so, he has a podcast or he had a podcast for uh, a couple years with uh his sister uh and his friend who oh, I can't remember the name of because he's not he there there's a new season of the of the podcast. Okay. Uh, featuring uh their new friend Karen, I believe is her name. Um and uh the best part is about their podcast lots to make a music yeah that every episode they make a music and it's it's incited from like uh suggestions on twitter based around a theme and it's just perfectly what we need right now but it's just <laughs> it's very soothing and hits me very close to home
2: yeah he was a guest star on the podcast punch up the jam in like the last month or two and they played one of those songs at the end of the episode called like hunk summer yes i love hunk, summer. hunk summer's great
1: I really so they're not releasing the songs until they have done 5 and then they're going to oh. release them into an EP. And then Ooh. I'm going to buy hunk summer and and you know, burn it onto a CD for my car.
2: Yeah, burn it onto a CD for everyone. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, not for everyone. That's uh you should, everyone should buy it. <laughs> yeah, then... yes,
2: yes. <laughs> yeah. We don't want our our gift of music to the world to take money away from Brian
1: David Gilbert and friends. Exactly. For how much Brian David Gilbert has given to us. Yes. Jack, Jack, how about you? Yeah, you been watching anything?
0: Um, I've watched a couple of movies recently. I've been trying to watch more than one movie a week because for a while I was just watching them on weekends when I would have a long enough chunk of time to sit down and watch a two-hour movie. And I've been trying to get better about watching them in chunks throughout the week whenever I have 20 minutes here, 30 minutes there. So oh. I'm about... Two-thirds of the way through Sorry to Bother You right now. Ooh. And it's really good so far. I would highly recommend it. It's very wacky. It's yeah. it's good.
1: The, the trailer for that has been very... I don't know. I, the trailer has been in my head since I saw it. So <laughs> Nice. It's, I can see that. It's definitely, uh, it's definitely on my list to watch. I haven't watched it. Is it streaming somewhere?
0: Yeah, it's on Hulu, which I just recently subscribed to hulu for a month and i'm trying to watch as many things as i can on mm-hmm. there within a month i watched interview with a vampire for the very first time a few oh, days ago
2: and i i've was been meaning fun. to watch that one too yes
1: i don't think i've seen that one i've only seen mom's got a date with a vampire
2: i don't think she dates either tom cruise nor brad pitt so it's not the same film
1: you don't <laughs> think <laughs>
2: Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't remember the guy she does or or doesn't date in that movie. Could be.
1: Yeah, maybe. Maybe we need to rewatch both movies.
2: <laughs> Double feature. Mom's sure got a date and an interview with a vampire. <laughs> Our mom, the vampire journalist.
1: Mom, mom had a date and now she has a job interview. Mom is CEO <laughs> of a <of> vampire incorporated. <laughs> uh oh, mom embezzled funds from Vampire Incorporated. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Don't tell mom the Renfield is dead.
1: <laughs> uh, awesome. So, uh let's get underway with uh talking about The Ugly Loves in the Big Balloon Adventure. Um do you have any any pre-existing opinions before we kind of watch the uh there is a theme song for this movie usually we watch like we'll watch it in pair with like anyone that wants to uh sync like we'll do 3 <laughs> 2 1 then we'll hit play on it if anyone wants to watch it with us. Um Uh, But before we do that, do you guys have any uh, predisposed opinions about the movie?
2: (laughs) I feel like we should tell people what the heck this movie is. That's fair. Mm -hmm. And the the circumstances under which we first watched it. Please. Oogie Loves in the Big Balloon Adventure. Is it and or in? It's in. I
0: think it's in. Yeah.
2: Oogie Loves in the Big Balloon Adventure. (laughs) Yeah. It's a movie starring large people in suits. People in large suits. I don't know the size of them yeah, under the yeah. suits, but I know the suits that, are large. reverse it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And they dance and sing around for kids. This is a movie for real little kids. Yeah. Where it played in theaters and kids were invited to get up and dance in the aisles. There were designated dance breaks throughout the movie. Like a little symbol would pop up on the screen saying, it's okay to get up. And they would say, it's okay to sit down. Like they would sing and dance along live in the audience with the Yugi loves up on the big screen this well, movie did not do didn't... remotely well at all
0: no it was a <laughs> catastrophic flop
2: <laughs> I when I googled this there was a little review blurb on the sidebar of google that called the movie and I, for, I forgot to write down whose review this was but it called the movie whimsical and sometimes consternating which what I think is accurate mean? frustrating I think okay. this movie is it's truly bizarre Jack do you remember Yeah. yeah. The... <laughs> do you remember the night we first watched Doogie Loves
0: yeah we anticipated this movie being released on DVD yes and the first week that it was available we rented it but needed something else to watch with it so we also rented Cabin in the Woods <laughs>
1: Double feature. double feature
0: It was incredible
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: And we got up And danced around To the movie Which is exhausting yeah, I, I was
1: curious if you guys had done that or not I did, I did it did again I, I, I abstained
2: <laughs> I did it again for this time <laughs> And I had remembered there being more specific Dance steps than there were And I was yeah. frustrated At being left rudderless having to come up with my own dance moves, which I'm not prepared to do. So it's just me, a 30-year-old woman, kind of ambiguously wiggling around in my bedroom alone to a movie made for four-year-olds.
1: I mean, I think you watched it the right way, and I probably watched it the wrong way then.
2: I probably burned at least 40 calories.
1: That's, that's you know, that's more than you'd burn in most movies. So. Yeah. <laughs>
2: that's
1: good. Right.
2: you know, no, good for that. There Will Be Blood doesn't burn any calories, but this did.
1: Yeah.
0: No. I will say there is something profoundly sad about watching this movie alone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's the problem with doing this podcast. Like, we have to watch these on our own time and then come and (laughs) uh, admit our feelings about them. (laughs) Uh, But yeah. Also, this movie wasn't really like it's based on uh, like a book or like a like a story called My Bedbugs, but everywhere that talks about the relation says it's very loosely based. Hmm. So like, I don't and I can't find any information on like My Bedbugs. Oh, it's a TV show. Um, I just found information. Disregard that. Okay. <laughs> I didn't. I guess I didn't click that before. Uh. <laughs> Oh, I see. I did
2: a Google... Yes. Oh, my God. There's Mm -hmm. Jay Edgar. There he is.
1: Oh, the Hoover.
2: Oh, yes. The first... I went to the Google image search. First link. Lost Media Archive. Now we've hit gold. Oh, boy. This television program featured characters Gooby, Toofy, and Woozy. It was created by husband and wife Alex Green and Carol Sweeney in 2002, the series became rare when the program was under new ownership. No episodes of this show can be found online except for two quick clips on YouTube. Wow! The series was the inspiration for the film The Oogie Loves and the Big Balloon Adventure. A few screenshots of the characters exist online.
1: So it's, it's you can't find the show then. That's interesting. Yeah! That they took a show. The show is more obscure than the movie. <laughs> we're doing this wrong we have to go back wow yeah well, the show almost looks better than the movie honestly from these these screenshots that i'm seeing but yeah still not great uh <laughs> i hate the way they look they
2: they are very off-putting mm-hmm
0: yeah
1: so the theme song ha- doesn't happen For for like the first couple minutes So let's kind of like talk into the movie And then when mm. it gets to the theme song we'll, we'll play it along with you guys So we open on uh, A Lionsgate uh, intro <laughs> Love to see Lionsgate Sucks that they made this uh, <laughs> One of my favorite intros Hate to see it before this movie uh, <laughs> And uh, we meet our heroes uh, Gooby, Zuzi, and Toofy Uh, each exhibiting their own, like, personality, like, character traits. Uh, Gooby is the green one. He is smart (laughs) and says Scientastic. I think it's Toofy. I don't actually have have it written down.
2: I wrote him down.
1: Which one is Toofy?
2: Toofy is is the one one who... (laughs) Toofy loves to have as much fun as possible all the time.
1: That's it. Great. (laughs) What a thing to aspire to.
2: And his pants keep falling down.
1: I hate mm-hmm. that. We'll talk about that in a second.
2: <laughs> and then Zuzi, the girl, says that she is fluent in every single language, including animal.
1: That explains a lot. <laughs> that explains a lot, as we'll see.
2: Also, this intro takes place backstage. It's like we're visiting them like at a concert, and they're talking directly to you, like, hi, kids, welcome to our movie where you can get up and dance around. We're the Oogie Loves. You have not heard of us.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's so weird that they made a movie for, like, a like. I don't know how successful the TV show, but it couldn't have been that successful if you can't find, like, video no. of it anymore. <laughs> it's so weird. So, yeah, they explain, like, we're the Oogie Loves, uh, and then they get behind their, like, instruments. Uh, mm-hmm. Gooby plays guitar... Toofy plays the drums and Zuzi plays uh keys. And I don't think they're actually playing these instruments. <laughs> <laughs> Call no, me crazy. No. But <laughs> that yeah. doesn't look like actual technique.
2: Yeah, I don't think you can play a guitar with giant felt mascot hands.
1: No. Uh so let's uh we're going to watch it's about 50 sec 56 seconds long the intro to Oogie Loves the, their little theme song that they play. Uh, if you want to watch it with us, uh, we'll be starting in three, two, one, play. One, two, three,
2: four. <laughs> and you see the little graphic that says it's time to get out of your seats.
1: Yeah, right away, Zuzi spins around and plays keyboard backwards. Like, what a showboat. Like, Ugh. right away does that.
0: They look very strung out, too.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, they don't smile well.
1: No, they have Brodian okay. snouts. <laughs> <laughs> so they all, they're all, they have gro- they have like, uh, Greedo mouths, so. Yes! That's it! Yeah, so like, it, their mouths move a little bit, but there's no way they can effectively like, lip sync to anything.
2: Yeah. They're just sort of these vague open flaps. Oh,
1: yeah, vague open flaps. That's a good way to explain it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, to describe it. So yeah, that's the intro, uh, and then they're like, okay, so we're a band. Now that we've established this, let's start a whole movie, and we get this, it like a like a like a like a, a crossfade into a like Windows Incarta flying <laughs> intro.
0: Kind of reminds yeah. me of Sorin.
1: Yes, soaring? like the music video.
0: No, like the ride in Disney parks. Soaring oh. over California, soaring over the world.
1: Hosted
2: oh, by know. Patrick Warburton. It smells like oranges. Mm-hmm.
1: Who, Patrick Warburton?
2: Maybe he does. I haven't met the man. Haven't yet had the pleasure. The ride smells like oranges, and Weird. other assorted sense of the locations you're flying over. But oranges oh. are the, the signature.
1: I was gonna say that's Mm -hmm. such a choice to to (laughs) pump us one ride full of one specific smell, like that's the Disney magic. But oranges. So yeah, they are. We're we're as I don't know how to even to to describe what we're supposed to be. Like the camera (laughs) is just like flying through this like forest that looks real at first, but the closer you get, everything looks like very like digital and bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is why it reminded me of Windows and Carta. And I was like, oh yeah, that looks like the Coliseum. But once you get up really close, that's not really the Coliseum. And then we zoom in on the Oogie Loves house, which reminds me a lot of the Spy Kids house. Yeah. Like, I can
2: see that. This movie yeah. does have, in a weird way, kind of Spy Kids vibes. Where everything is super over-designed and shiny.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's a good way to put it yeah over designed
2: (laughs) (laughs) just like everything fiddles and moves
1: yeah like it's almost like a museum kind of like a kids museum yeah like you can touch everything and everything does something but yes not not much Uh, (laughs) it just wiggles a little bit (laughs) yeah you know for entertainment kids love a wiggle we uh, we see uh, the Oogie Loves sleeping in their beds before they I think they are woken up by the window goddess that controls <laughs> their lives yeah 1, 2,
0: 3 windy window what do
2: you see? one two one two three 2, 1, windy window, windy window. One two do do please show me
1: I can't believe you guys are both casting a spell on me how you <laughs>
2: The window behind you is just going to light up with these big eyes. The curtains are going to turn into a wig. <laughs> they have Windy Window. And they also have a fish named Ruffy, who is a puppet fish inside a glass bowl. And they've made no attempt to make it look like this fish is underwater. No, no
1: he's, it's just, he's a- just a puppet. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's puppet in bowl.
1: That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's no, like, they talk about, like, oh, I drink salt water all day. Like, you know, you don't. No. Like, you pop. Only your own sweat. Sweat and tears. Uh, Yucky. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, so we see. Also, I wrote down that the fish had, like, the head shape of a dad from a sitcom.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Like, I don't know what sitcom, but he has a sitcom dad shape head.
2: Yeah, I can see him looking kind of like an Ed O'Neill
1: yeah 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 uh and then we see we meet the uh plot character that uh drives the whole movie we meet shloofy who i detest i can't
0: (laughs) oh my gosh
1: Schloofy is a a flat pink like pillow There's, there's with eyes and a mouth like they say, like, oh, we don't want to wake Sloopy, And then you just see, like, this just flat, like, not even a good pillow. Just, like, yeah. a, bad, a bad pillow that's just couch fodder. Uh,
2: yeah, it's like the pillow they give you for free on a plane or train.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's a bad pillow. Let's just say it outright.
2: <laughs> bad pillow, bad character. Yeah, yeah. sloopy is asleep. They don't want to wake up Sloopy. Schloopy sleeps through the entire film. Shloopy yes. is not a character.
1: <laughs> Shloopy is hardly a pillow.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: but yeah, it's Shloopy's birthday today. Uh, and their friend, the vacuum cleaner, is on his way to uh, give him, uh, give them, I don't know the gender, to give them balloons for their birthday. And uh, all <laughs> the balloons fly away. And you have to find all the balloons. And that's the movie.
2: I believe <laughs> is a is a male pillow, despite being pink, which is progressive
1: you know that's fine yeah perfectly fine
2: yeah you gotta do you gotta look for it where you can get it <laughs> oogie loves helps us move us forward in terms of pink
1: yeah it just says on the wiki their living pillow it doesn't say <laughs> their, their son their, <laughs> their little <sentient> brother pillow <laughs> this is just our living pillow what what of it
2: yeah the relationship between these six characters the three oogie loves is that their last name i don't know and Jay Edgar, who is a living vacuum, and Windy Window, who's part of the house, and Sloopy. Jay Edgar has a crush on Windy Window, and I think she is flirting hard with him back. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're something, but the rest of the family, I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah, I hate it. Also, there's <laughs> like, like spoilers. There's humans in this movie, so Oogie loves are just existing. Like, oh, it's these monster children that live up the hill. Like, <laughs> come down to seek out their lost balloons. I don't know. It's like I don't know, it's like bubbleheads.
2: <laughs> it's like that one episode of X Files with like those mutant boys who like lived in a decrepit old farmhouse with their mom and then everyone in the town was like, we know they're there, but they don't come into town and we don't go up there. Mm-mm.
1: And that's it. That was the whole plot. Then then they left and like oh case closed.
2: <laughs> Skinner yeah. will love this report.
1: <laughs> yeah. We, I, yeah, go ahead.
0: Something I thought about when um, there would be scenes with them riding their bikes, and it was obviously filmed outside, like in a park or in a field. I would love to know what like a random passerby yes! would be thinking just watching this being filmed. Like, imagine you're driving through a park and you just look over to your right and you see the Oogie Loves riding their bikes. <laughs> <laughs> just no context
1: just discovered something Hmm. I just noticed uh, in the production company because I was looking to see like maybe there's like a company I can trace Mm -hmm. to like a region production company just says uh, Ken Visselman presents Big Balloon Adventure Movie that's the production (laughs) company
2: it is what it says on the tin
1: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah the only thing I can find is the distributors Uh, Hmm. I also forgot to list the facts for this we have facts for every show we watch Uh, just a little introduction Uh, but yeah there's not too much to report released in 2012 I think we talked about that Um, Mm. directed by Matthew Diamond who he's only done he's done like some like choreography for kids shows but uh, this he's I don't think he did a good job directing Uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) the material I don't think was really help helping with that No. no
1: Uh, The writer was just a screenwriter, Scott Stable. uh, Music by uh, Joseph Alfuso and Robert Rettberg. We also have a a section in our facts sheet for notable actors, which I think we'll just get to in a sec. Yeah. Uh,
0: I do have one fact that I found interesting. Please. Yes. The film was nominated for Worst Picture and Worst Screen Ensemble at the 33rd Golden Raspberry Awards, but it lost both to the Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 2. Oh,
1: what?
2: Wow. How can you lose Best Ensemble, Worst Ensemble, to a movie that includes, as we well know, Jack, because we watched all five of these movies to get to this last movie, where yeah. they have Michael Sheen, Rami Malik, Oscar winner Rami Malek, and Lee Pace! It's a shame. Who did this?
1: Who dares?
2: Who did the this? The Googie
1: Loves truly deserve to be worst in this category.
2: I think so. Okay. I don't know why they don't just keep the raspberry every year.
1: <laughs> like the Stanley Cup. You gotta come <laughs> right. back and prove that you're tr- still the worst. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, Jay Edgar, we meet uh, J. Edgar Hoover, the vacuum cleaner. Uh, I
2: wanna say. Every character has a nonsense name. Gooby, Toofy, Zuzi. J. Edgar gets this like clever pun name that's supposed to make Grandpa chuckle. He's he's, he's, he's the only one and it's very jarring.
1: Yeah. Also I think J. Edgar is just like a regular name. Yeah. I've heard other characters called J. Edgar but only named after J. Edgar Hoover. He was the first I
2: think. (laughs) Yeah.
1: But yeah, so like, uh, J. Edgar Hoover loses his plot devices, uh, scrambled all across the town of Lovely Loveville. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and the Oogie loves have to leave and retrieve the balloons in time for Shloopy's birthday party. Uh, before they do that, the, sh- the Oogie Lebs have to get dressed, and we're introduced <laughs> to the ongoing gimmick of, uh, two- uh, what is it like, Toofy, pull up your pants. Goofy,
0: goofy, uh, pick up your pants. Yeah. Or which maybe it's I, pull up your pants. That's probably right.
1: Which I loathe. <laughs> uh, because what I, the, I, I, I I, have... Uh, no, you go ahead.
2: Okay. <laughs> One thing I picked up on in this watching that I did not see in the first time I watched it, which why would I? It's not important. There's a bunch of sound effects in this movie, like unnecessary just audio noise crammed into this movie, and when Toofy's when pants fall down, they play a cash register
1: noise. <laughs> That's among, not the sound.
2: Among other things, but that is the lead noise in the sound mix.
1: That's the wrong sound for a child character's pants falling yes. down. That's <laughs> yes. inappropriate.
2: I didn't enjoy it.
1: <sighs> that sucks. That sucks <laughs> so bad.
2: Jeez.
1: Yeah, I hate... Uh, make like uh, characters like, oh no, your pants fell down. Pick up your pants. Cause I was that kid. Because I have, from the waist down, a triangular body shape.
0: <laughs>
1: so, like, growing up, like, no pants, like, fit me. So mm. I was a- always constantly told this. So I hated this. Mm hmm. Uh, oh, no. this, this was a bad reminder. I have perpetual PC. <laughs> but, yeah. So, like, they, they leave for, uh, Oh, no, they have breakfast first.
2: Yeah, they eat pineapple upside down flapjacks, which do sound pretty good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They sound too sweet to me, but I, I'm already upset with this movie, so. Yeah. But Yeah, they take uh, Ruffy with them as they get ready, which I also like. wrote down, like, why is Angry Fish such a common side character? <laughs> this exists well, yeah. in, like, Cat in the Hat and, like, American Dad, like. Yes. Why is this so common? We've had
2: a series of just sidekicks who don't want to be there in the content we've covered so far for this
1: show. Who was it in Ulysses?
2: That, well, no-no kind of more up for things, but like, I feel like Sunday the dog from the Land adventures just colors the whole genre.
1: Sunday is big, roughy energy. definitely. Yeah. So yeah, we, go- we find the first balloon at a big, tall tree. Uh, it's hanging up from the top. And inside the tree is a house that looks like a teapot. And then, when asked about it, it is in fact a tree pot. Pause for effect. <laughs> and they meet. I didn't write down the girl's name, but they meet a girl who's all about squares. Yeah. Uh, and says everything is so square. But I'm like, that's really that's no, that's not anything because you're insulting these kids. Like, <laughs> I love your name. That's so square. <laughs>
2: Yeah, she lives in this tree with her grandma, played by Cloris Leachman.
1: So, I, yeah. I know the name Cloris Leachman. What is she from?
0: She's been in many a thing.
2: Many things.
0: Most recently, she was the grandma on Raising Hope. Or the great grandma. Nice, yes. Because I think Martha yes. Plimpton was technically the grandma on that
2: show. Yeah, yes. I, wasn't she the voice of Yubaba and Spirited Away?
1: Oh, Ooh. I think so. Okay, now I have a better idea.
2: That or The Witch and Castle in the Sky. Both of those movies have a witch.
1: Um, I'm I'm familiar with most witches.
2: Yeah, (laughs) it's good to know. Good to keep tabs. Uh, She's she's been in everything. I think she might have been on one of the New Heart shows. I don't know. You have seen Cloris Leachman. Cloris Leachman has happened in front of you.
1: (laughs) Cloris Leachman cannot (laughs) stop happening and will
2: not. (laughs) She'll live forever.
1: So, yeah. While the girl, uh, the, the younger girl is all about squares, uh, Cloris Leachman is all about circles and round things and just took this aesthetic to an insanity. Um, uh, also,
2: her name is Dottie Rounder. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, which is not, it's it's a pretty clever name. Like, it's not an uncommon name, but I still hate it. Uh, but yeah, and they, they sing a song uh, about round things. Uh, which has set the uh, pattern for the rest of the uh, movie, as they every time you introduce a character, you must sing with them before they are are released from the movie. (laughs) In order to be freed by the confines of the script, they must sing or die.
0: (laughs) And towards the end of the musical number, one of the Oogie Loves says to Dottie, thanks for everything. And that made me think... (laughs) I wish that this movie was titled, To Windy Window, Thanks for Everything, J. Edgar.
1: <laughs> it might have done better in theaters.
2: I think it would have. Yeah, I think Windy Window's the breakout character. Well, we're chugging along now. We have collected one out of the five balloons. It's up there mm-hmm. in the tree. They have to go through the singing ritual before uh, Toofy. I wrote that I can't remember their names like from minute to minute. I have no, to keep consulting no. the beginning of my notes. They're nonsense words. Like he collects the balloon from the top of the tree and they go to where the next balloon is. Which like Wendy Window has to observe with her window powers, and then she has to tell Jay Edgar. And then he has to use a walkie-talkie to tell the Oogie loves. It's really inefficient. And they have to go to Milky Marvin's milkshake manor. Please. A man or he, a man or here being a diner shaped like a giant cow.
1: I, I, please don't introduce children with the, to adults with the nickname Milky. Don't yeah. do this.
2: Yeah. That's
1: Milky not for Milky Marvin
2: in his milkshake manner.
1: I hate it. Also, like, I didn't know the celebrity uh, that we're about this to meet it- who is Milky Marvin.
2: Yeah, this is Chaz Parliamentary, which is a name mm-hmm. I have heard, but I can't tell you who he actually is. I just know that I'm supposed to know him.
1: I know that he's from yeah. uh, The Usual Suspects, but I've makes nev- sense. I didn't see The Usual Sp- Suspects, so I couldn't tell you how usual this is. <laughs> yeah.
0: The only thing I can think of that I've seen him in is Modern Family, where he actually mm. is a friend of Ed O'Neill's character on there. Ah! So... He was with the yeah. fish version of Ed O'Neill in this.
1: Wow. <gasps> I'd even look up this to see who voiced the fish. It's not Ed O'Neill, is it? Oh, I looked no. at the voice
2: actors. Okay. I haven't heard of any of the voice actors, which is no. rare for me to not even vaguely recognize a single name.
1: Well, I don't think these were really like voice actors. This is a live action production. E- yeah. So. yeah. I guess. I, I don't know. I don't know how they do it with with shows that are like people in suits.
2: Yeah. because it must be like yeah. too hot in
1: there doing all the dances for that to be their real voice but I can understand if it it is in fact the real voice
2: yeah I don't know I don't know if dancing in a suit and voicing the suit character are common overlaps in this performer community
1: Yeah I mean I guess if you're short on budget if it's the same person and they just record it later later maybe mm. I don't know I don't, I also I'm very curious how they control the eyes for these uh costumes because the unsettling? eyes themselves yeah they're so scary they're, <laughs> they're like, like
0: very shifty they just keep going yeah. back and forth
1: yeah and th- they're they're set in and they're like plastic or glass probably plastic that look like kind of like real human eyes but you know characterized and then an animated like uh well not animated it's it's a real like like eyelid comes down over it yeah but it's it must be remote controlled or something.
2: Mm-hmm. The eyelids are a problem.
1: Yeah, the eyelids are a big problem. Uh, but yeah, at the wrong angle, because these eyes are set into the the, the head, it just looks like they have black eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's very upsetting. So they bust in on Milky Marvin just as he's about to host a milkshake drinking competition. Uh, and the winner gets the gold balloon, which he caught on the weather vane atop his diner. Uh That's- and they stop him several times. He's like, I don't know what to tell you. It's it's my my show, my rules. I'm giving away your, your property. I you're, can't do anything about it.
2: Yeah, I already promised my customer base that if they drink one, only one of my very large, very gross milkshakes, whoever does it the fastest gets one gold balloon. And, like, people are going to riot if they drink the milkshake and don't get the one gold balloon in return.
1: Yeah, I mean... One one milkshake, but a speed drinking contest. I can understand. They're mm-hmm. also ver- they're very big, very spy kidsian, size. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so each of the Oogie loves order a milkshake to join into it. The only one I wrote down was a uh, Gooby. I I, I uh, yeah, Gooby. Okay. Uh, was Gooby's milkshake? Mm-hmm. Because he just orders. Uh, he orders sweet pickle, dill pickle, warm pickle, chill pickle.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Which is, I'm sure, is an aesthetic for some people, but it's just gnarly for a milkshake. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, and that's that's the joke, is that all the milkshakes are like French fry madness and chicken swirl.
1: Yeah. And then there's a dance sequence, but is it before the contest or after the contest?
2: Is it amidst the contest?
0: Yeah, I think that's how it is placed.
1: Yeah. This diner is full of teens that look like the teens from the Scooby Doo movie after they've been like, yes, uh, like, uh, tr- like turned into model citizens by the monsters.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, like, that's the best way I know how to put it.
2: That's precisely it. And I gotta say, this movie, as off putting as it is, I looked at some of these crowd dance scenes and it seems like they're genuinely having some fun.
1: Yeah, which is good. Like this yeah. it seems like a uh, high school musical levels of like good dance, like choreography.
2: Yeah, and uh, these uh human performers we've had, I think most they're, they're showing up. They are doing a pretty good job all of them.
1: Yeah. yeah. At one point they introduce like a break dancer and he just kind of goes for it and they're like, "Yeah." And then he joins in joins in with the rest of the regular like dancing. Mm. All all the while while Milky Marvin sings and serenades. Yeah. So, they end the uh dance sequence and it ends with like the like the teens are like two to a table like across from each other and it ends with them leaning up against each other for like kiss tension. And mm-hmm. then the, the dance sequence ends and I'm just like I don't know why that is there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mystery. Yeah. Why, why, is there, why is there kiss tension? Uh <laughs>
0: Yeah, that is one thing about this movie is that everyone's really committed. Like, yes, phoning yeah. it in, which that there's no. something to say for that.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: The only person I could say is not giving it his all. We won't meet until later in the movie, uh, and you may know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So they they finish the uh, the dance sequence. They do the contest uh ruffy the fish ends up winning because he is very good at drinking being a fish Uh and then the teens uh don't think you're you get a break it's time to dance again they do another dancing sequence with the oogie loves before they move on Mm -hmm. we get another notification from j edgar that there's a balloon at uh he says it's at like a like an airport hangar but i don't remember anything
2: yeah, they mm-hmm. they have to go to Rosalie Airlines, which is I suppose the private airlines for a singer called Rosalie and the Rosebuds.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Which the only thing I I wrote down initially is that as they arrive they come they're coming in to the hangar. The camera is facing from inside the hangar, and the sign is on the inside of the doors. Like, that's the wrong <laughs> place to put that my dudes. <laughs>
2: Just just so you know, while you're inside getting on the plane, this is Rosalie Airlines.
1: Yeah. Uh...
0: Nothing logistically made sense about that scene. And especially when the balloon gets stuck at the very top of the plane and they're like, well, how on earth are we going to get this down? Is there (laughs) not a ladder nearby? Do ladders not exist?
1: No, there's no way to clean airplanes.
2: Yeah, there's no stair car. (laughs) like an arrested development and the balloon is just like gently wrapped around the tail of the plane. And they're like, we can't take off. I have to cancel my world tour. Yeah. So the Oogie Loves walk in and Rosalie just sees these three random children and says, Oh, thank goodness. The caterers are here. (laughs) And she is played by Tony Braxton. She is a singer who's obsessed with roses and but she's allergic to roses. So she's got rose stuff all over the place, but she keeps giving off these very delicate, cute sneezes. She's like, I, I have to suffer for my art. This is how I live.
1: <laughs> That's the only way to do it. That's how everyone mm-hmm. does
0: it. Yeah. I found an interesting piece of information on Tony Braxton's performance for this movie. She Ooh. did no preparation for the role, reasoning <laughs> that she just went into the little kid that I am. That we all are sometimes. Oh! And she actually had a severe cold when recording the Ode to Adelaide, the scratchy, sneezy, cough-cough song. And due to her cold making her voice deep and not kid-friendly, in quotes, it was pitch-shifted higher.
1: Whoa. Wow! (laughs) That's... So, So her
2: voice got too sexy too throaty and they're like you have to we have to fix this
1: Mm -hmm. it's amazing as much as i don't want to watch this movie again i may rewatch it just to see what that sounds like
2: and i so they do a musical number and like she's up there with her band or like she's got some backup singers and the only loves of the band i don't know but the way they lit the scene is weirdly beautiful
1: it's (laughs) it's very sexy
2: yeah, she's got this gorgeous like rosy pink light on her and all these like very glamorous close-ups on her face and I So this movie we talked about how the CGI backgrounds look like Microsoft in Carta, but yes. I think that the physical sets and the costumes and hair and makeup are all very well done.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the practical effects aside from the practical fact that makes up these monster children is pretty good. <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, so it's not a great song, but it looks good. It's a nice enough number to look at if you kind of put your hand over the giant. You. Uh, hum- <laughs> these giant monster children.
1: Yeah, if they weren't there, it'd be a better, be a better movie. I Give think me a movie so. About I- J. Edgar.
2: Right, I like mm-hmm. J. Edgar. Jay Edgar. So he's got these glasses, and he's very bashful around Wendy. And he reminded me of like a smart, shy anime boy.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's a good way to put okay, it.
2: I'm glad you understand what I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> I understand it. I get that. Good,
2: good. Thank you. So they sing with her, uh, and then Toofy, like. They make something grow, and then he he like is able to reach the top of the plane to get the balloon off. I didn't write down how they did it.
1: They yeah, he I was didn't like either. jumping up and down. Sorry, I cut you off.
2: Oh no,
0: you're good. I was just saying I didn't know how they did it either.
1: I think they uh, I'm pretty sure they they inflated something, and then, uh, Gooby just bounced up and down, and I think they they were they were chanting, uh, higher Gooby higher.
2: Yes. Um, oh, were, you know, <laughs> no, you know what it is, is that I think they like Rosalie has like a scarf and then they pull the scarf off of her and they do the gag where she spins, but she's continually spinning for like three minutes and they keep cutting back to her, which is a fun gag. But I think they take the scarf and it's like a trampoline or something that... You know, no. That two, two feet like bounces up and down on. It doesn't matter. None of it matters. <laughs> None yeah. of them grow from these experiences. It's not like one of them's afraid of heights and they have to climb up on a tall thing to get the balloon. They're like, you know what? I, I overcame my fear of heights out of love for my friend Schloopy. No, it's just I need to get up there. I've gotten up there. I have the balloon.
1: Do you think so? Also, that's funny? oh,
2: we haven't mentioned that the balloons are sentient. Yeah, yeah, everything's pretty much sentient in this world.
1: <laughs> Dangerously sentient.
2: <laughs> Dangerously cheesy. Yeah, they're not sentient until you get them. Like, until you grab their string, then this, like, little face comes up, and they're, like, they're aware of their existence. Like, Gooby goes, and he gets this balloon, and, like, after doing this feat of, like, climbing up to the top of the plane, the balloon says, Very well done, Gooby. It's an honor to join you. <laughs>
1: You have earned my golden balloonness. <laughs> and then, uh, the, then Rose—I think Rose then says, "Have fun in your big balloon adventure. I love you. I love you." Yeah, <laughs> it's just, just a great line out of context.
2: There mm-hmm. There is a cut back. So we've been cutting back to Wendy and Jay Edgar to, between every balloon mini adventure, between every balloon mini boss. <laughs> and, the, and the, like we're still checking in on shloofy i think i have shloofy and Schloopy written down at alternate points in my notes so i don't know what reality is i'm pretty sure but they cut over shloofy shloofy so they cut over to shloofy and they're like what do you think he's dreaming about and he is dreaming of himself sleeping and that version inside the dream bubbles dreaming of himself sleeping so he's dreaming of himself sleeping forever in a loop recursively <laughs>
1: I didn't see this. I must have been taking notes and not. Liking. I
2: think it's the best joke in the movie. Now this movie isn't overall fun, but I think there's like five funny things in it. I would agree with that. Uh,
1: speaking of of funny things, uh, our next uh, person of <laughs> interest we met is probably the the most interesting part of the movie. Okay. Yes, it's uh, the
2: it it's an outstanding, baffling performance.
1: Yeah, I. I'm very worried about this actor um so next we find out that there is a balloon attached to the top of a like truck of like a trailer Mm. truck uh piloted by Bobby Wobbly uh so they go and they they find Bobby Wobbly and they find like a bird hanging out on his truck and the and uh, Tusa uses her animal speaking to talk to the bird and understand that he went out for a wobble um Isn't that such a a thing to do? Mel, do you remember when our dad went out for a wobble and never came back? (laughs) So in walks uh, from off camera uh, man from oh god I don't even know how to properly introduce him he's in so many things and he's amazing It's Carrie Elwes! Carrie Elwes from Princess Bride from Psych he's (laughs) amazing in everything he does The man in tights Yeah yeah, he. Oh, I forgot he was that too. He's he he's stupendous in every role he's doing, and in this role, I'm very worried about him. Uh, <laughs> he comes in and he's like wobble, He's like wobbling. He's like mm. he has that cowboy walk, and he's dressed like a cowboy, but he just yeah. has a lot of extra wobble to him.
2: Yes, fully bow legged. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's like a caricature of a cowboy. Yeah, like if a character- an alien had an idea of what a cowboy is it would be him
2: (laughs) and he has he's giving this madcap performance where he's acting entirely with his eyes and with his teeth yeah he's he's got his mouth like (laughs) grimaced open like in this forced (laughs) smile the entire time and like these big intense eyes and it's I'm looking at these big eyes and this like frozen permanent grin, and I realize he reminds me of the Trollolo guy. Trollolo. Oh that guy.
1: Yeah. That guy. Yeah.
2: Th- I think that's what he's channeling. That and like a three generations removed version of like a John Wayne.
1: Yeah. He mm. is just It's like someone is pointing a gun at him off screen and just saying, act,
2: act. (laughs) Carrie always has like the most baffling career in show business because he's been this proven tried and true heartthrob and then somewhere it just turned into I'll take any role. Like I'll take anything. And that might be his MO. Like, I don't know if he's the sort of act. like, I don't think he's a down on his luck, man. I don't think he's been forced to take any roles for like financial gain or like, you know, weird uh, paperwork deals with studios where he has to appear in something. I think he's a guy who's just down for anything
1: yeah, and I mean yeah. if he's having a lot of fun like acting in this this throwaway kids movie, I guess I get it. Yeah. But like still, he's just if you watch any if I mean don't watch this movie. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. If you I do recommend going on YouTube and looking up uh Bobby Wobbly uh mm-hmm. Oogie Loves in the Big Balloon Adventure because it is yeah. just I can't I can't express it in words alone. You yeah, have to see if, his face. If you yeah. look
2: up any segment, it needs to be this segment.
1: Yeah. Uh, so they they do a song and dance about uh, Bubbles, because that's his M.O. Uh, and he's they're like, I don't even remember why they do uh, a song about Bubbles.
0: I couldn't tell you why they I, do a song about anything. To be I honest. just like in,
2: like the balloon string is wrapped around like one of the pipes on the top of this big tractor trailer that he lives and works in. And I think he's just like, no, come inside for a bubble first. Let's just have a bubble party. And he's got this like little tiny saloon, you know, in the trailer of his truck. And it's just full of bubbles. And they just dance around um, among the bubbles. And then they're like, okay, back to that balloon.
1: Yeah. And they're like, we just have to climb up there. And he's like, no, no, no. No one climbs up there. And they're just like, well, we, we need to get it. It's right there. It's not too hard to climb a truck, especially like one that's designed to be climbed over to like cleaned. Like <laughs> he's like, no, it's uh, no one climbs my truck. How dare you? It,
2: it's going to the balloons going to stay up there forever until I die.
1: Yeah. And then the next person.
2: <laughs> Only when somebody kills me will I be free and then they have to be the new Bobby Wobbly.
1: <laughs> oh, God. What a terrible terrible curse. What, what? a terrible <laughs> night for a curse.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So they uh then resort to two v- two, S- two Zuzi? Zuzi. Zuzi. Uh, Zuzi. Then it's like, "Well, I can talk to this bird, maybe this bird can help." And the bird and the bird responds is like, "Dude, I got like cataracts, like back pain, like my hands hurt." And they're just <laughs> like, like, "Well, if we believe hands. in you." You can do anything right, which is kind of a bad lesson to teach kids.
2: <laughs> yeah, especially kids that probably got brought to the movie theater by their grandparents, yeah. you know, who yeah. are retired and just need something to do with the kid all day. They're like, Grandma, Grandma, please rise. Grandma, dance with me. And Grandma's like, oh, oh, oh Sally, no, I can't.
1: If I stand again, it's back to the hospital. <laughs> Don't ask me how I got here. So, uh, but yeah, they convince the bird and the bird flies again and flies up and grabs their balloon. Uh, yeah. and I think Zuzi has this, uh, the balloon moment where she's, where she mm. meets a sentient balloon.
2: Yeah. And mm-hmm. is forever changed.
1: Yeah. And then we get, we say goodbye to Bobby Wobbly. Oh, we forgot to mention that every time they leave one of these like celebrities, they give them a gift for Schloofy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for this one, he just hands them a little like bubble machine. Uh, I think. Uh, who who did they meet first?
2: Oh, they met Dottie Rounder. Mm-hmm.
1: What did they? What did she give him?
2: It it doesn't matter. Okay. No.
1: <laughs> I just realized that we missed that. Okay.
2: They, yeah, they, they they get assorted gifts because like these human friends are so won over by them mentioning that they have a friend. They're like, well, you you. Every adult in this movie operates the way our mom operates.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: I've heard about a birthday for a stranger I don't know. Here, take
1: this. <laughs> yeah, that is how our mom operates. <laughs> That's a good, it's a fine way to operate. It um, is. So then they find out that their last balloon is on the top of a, a non-moving windmill. Uh, right. Just like <laughs> the top, like fan blade.
2: They get on, after they leave Bobby Wobbly, they get on their bikes and they bike all the way to Holland.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, that's what it feels like. <laughs> and they they go to, I think it's like Grass Lake is like the name of like the field.
2: Yeah, is, Great Grass Lake.
1: Which is kitschy. Uh, yeah. And there's a sign saying, you can't walk on this. So they're like, well, the windmill's across the field. How are we going to get there? And then a big sombrero comes flying across the field, and it's huge, like the size of like two houses. Yes. And from the top, uh, like the top of the hat opens a little like windows, and then we meet our next celebrity guests, uh, Christopher <laughs> Lloyd and Jamie Presley. Yes. And <laughs> it's just their act they so they uh Jamie Presley is act, acting with like a Hispanic accent mm-hmm. uh Christopher Lloyd uh, doesn't almost doesn't speak yeah uh, it's like she had
2: to do all of the accent she had to do enough for both of them
1: yeah cuz she really lays it on thick it's uh, a and,
2: lot and it's, it's a little puzzling i love Jamie Presley i think she yeah. is underrated as a performer but she's the great. fact that she's underrated as a performer means they weren't necessarily impressing anybody by getting her in the movie. So I don't know why it's her and not an actor of a sombrero culture.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It sucks when people of a non-sombrero culture act <laughs> of a sombrero culture.
2: It's it's puzzling.
1: So they... uh they're like you can. We'll give you a ride over there. This is a, a magic sombrero. Yeah, uh, and they. You jump must inside. board
2: the. What she says is very intensely. You must board the hat. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know why she's in this movie, but she is giving it her all.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. she's doing a great job, as she does in all of her roles. She yeah, absolutely. So they open. They open the hatch and let them into the hat. Uh, into, like, a nice, like, pleasant, like, uh, living room? Like, uh, like, what? Cabin? I don't know what else. Control room?
2: Yeah, they live, they live inside the sombrero, which is a method of conveyance. It's like if you lived on the ferry boat that you use to ferry people across the river, but a river is immutable, it, it's a, it takes a lot of work to build a bridge this is just a large field of grass around a windmill a, around a windmill, a windmill and apparently there's never been a path to or from the windmill
1: like yeah, the only just... option is sombrero <laughs> poor design I mean clearly the windmill is like not moving so no one lives in it it's not like a lighthouse I don't think it's like a lighthouse <laughs>
0: <laughs> who knows but, it could be yeah Anything's possible in this universe. <laughs> right. What,
1: a, what is a windmill but a paper lighthouse instead of light?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So they fly over there, and the only way to power the sombrero is with dance. Uh, yep. So Jamie Presley leads uh, the Oogie Loves in a dance, uh, while Christopher Lloyd sits on the side next to three cardboard cutouts of himself. Um, no, what In is- different poses? <laughs> no, this
2: looked like so they... On the wall of their sombrero home, there's three life-size cutouts on the wall of a mariachi band, and one person is him. But I didn't recognize the oth- other two. Is it him and just, like, fake mustaches? I think to so. Discuss- okay. I thought it was one of him and then two of just, like, producers of the movie that I wouldn't recognize.
1: No, I think that's his band that they didn't have the budget for.
2: <laughs> we only had enough money to just print large pictures of them.
1: The budget of this movie was twenty million dollars. You couldn't have afforded three more people.
0: Jeez,
2: absolutely not. I mean, they they spent all of their money on those people in the diner. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's you the know, only that's place
2: you. That's the only place you go where you see more than two people.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was the, when when we went to the diner. That was like, oh, this is a real town. And the Oogie Loves are just monsters that live in it and then are cursed. Curses right. of the land.
2: You get no sense of Lovely Loveville as a community. It's no, just, yeah, these... that's, no. that's just a
1: throwaway name. You're right. Uh, no
2: sense of geography. No sense of local culture.
1: So, yeah. They, they dance uh, to power the windmill, or to po- power the sombrero. And it's not fast enough. They're not moving. So, Christopher Lloyd has to kind of bring in his his uh good dancing vibes to power the sombrero and he just kind of like goes for it
2: yeah he
1: he just kind of like busts out grandpa dances like they're like three second long intervals of different dances as he Mm. struggles down the list of what dancing is
2: (laughs) he's doing every move he knows
1: yeah he, he does he does walk the egyptian which sucks uh he, he just does, like, a lot of, like, cheesy kid dances, which I guess is appropriate.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's all the dances you would see a grandpa or a little kid doing at a wedding.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that powers the sombrero, and they get over to the windmill. Uh, but oh, I guess a windmill's not like a lighthouse, because they couldn't get to the top. Wow, uh, there's no door. <laughs> and there's definitely not Robert Pattinson or Willem Dafoe in there.
2: Unfortunately.
0: Yeah.
1: Big, big missed opportunity there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So they see a little tulip growing out of the concrete in front Mm. of it. uh, And Christopher Lloyd pulls out a recorder and uh, plays it large.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That is true. He plays a recorder and the tulip grows 50 feet high. And they're able to climb up the leaves like a jack in the beanstalk.
1: Exactly. And they they grab the last flower, and then they uh, the thing shrinks again, uh, and then Christopher Lloyd says the only line I think he said all day or all movie, uh, and he's just like, uh, "Have fun at Shloofy's party" or something. <laughs> it's That's really uneventful. Down.
2: Also, in this scene, Jamie Presley is flirting hard with the fish.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give it some
2: yeah like it's intense the both of them are really into each other i think she has to like kiss him for good luck or something i don't know so you look at them and then you look at windy window and jay edgar this whole movie is horny in ways that cannot be consummated it's yeah. just this, this horny energy that goes nowhere it's a woman and a fish and a window into a vacuum and he like she has hair that looks like she's curtains that look like hair Every time yeah. you see her she's a different curtain wig on, which is fun. And he's oh, like brush. He, yeah, she's he's like brushing her curtain hair for her.
1: Ugh.
2: I I don't know what other moves he can have beyond that, but he's going for it. Yeah, which
0: begs the question, who was this for? Like yeah, what were they gaining by putting this in that movie?
1: I'll tell you what, not 20 million plus dollars.
2: No. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, this this flopped very hard. And I kind of... I understand the premise of the film. We're going to make a a song and dance movie that invites the little kids in the audience to get up and dance along with the movie. They'll get some exercise. They'll burn out some energy. It'll be a, a fun enough way to spend like two hours, hour and a half. The execution... Not great <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nope Yeah, no, not, not great at all
2: Yeah, just sort of unnerving And it gets better as the movie goes on I'll say, like when I first started the movie I'm like, oh, I, oh, I forgot This feels very jarring But I don't know, like 20 minutes in like You just accept it mm-hmm. And you you just ride it out
1: I'll be honest, whenever we see a celebrity guest star That's what wins me over
2: Right Seeing a familiar mm-hmm. face Oh, good, it's Grandma Cloris Leachman.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the only juice there is to this movie. I mean, mm-hmm. Carrie always was enough to get me through the rest of the movie, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
1: So they the monster children retrieve all the balloons, uh, and they're on their way back home when the wind kicks up and takes all the balloons. Uh, and then the children have to fight the wind themselves, the wind itself, by uh, kissing the balloons back.
2: Yeah, they blow kisses at the balloons because, and this is a quote I wrote down, the only one there's only one force stronger than the wind, love.
1: <laughs> Tell that <Yeah>. to hurricanes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they get their balloons, they make it back in time for when Schloofy wakes up at like 4pm. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they carry him outside, he is not mobile, they carry him out to like a chaise lounge on the patio jay edgar seems like he has no idea what to do with shloofy like he's no. distressed that he is to be there to care for whatever shloofy is shloofy doesn't speak but makes noises like he's the cheat mm-hmm.
1: yeah that's a really good way to put it i couldn't put my finger on it but yeah that's it
2: yeah not even as far as meat wad he stops he stops a cheat and yeah <laughs> and i wrote in my notes is shloofy meant to live
1: <laughs> I think the answer's no Sloofy
2: feels like the science experiment gone wrong in a lot like the gag of
1: please
2: kill me that would be in another edgier
1: movie edgier yeah. edgy loves in the <laughs> badass balloon adventure
2: edgy loves oh
0: man I would love to
1: see edgy, edgy hates loves. edgy loves
0: I will say the whole plot of trying to accomplish tasks for a passed out pillow kind of reminded me of Doolittle.
2: Yes! The queen
0: being passed out throughout the whole movie and then at the end everyone kind of gathers around her as she's waking up. I don't know why it yes. reminded me of this. No,
2: I understand. You just invited yourself back for an episode on Doolittle? <laughs>
1: You've signed your death warrant. <laughs>
2: okay. I've accepted it. We, we should honor Doolittle because it does include two, both Michael Sheen and Rami Malik, who were wrongfully given the worst <laughs> ensemble award at the Golden Razzies. Very true. Rest in peace. We're, we're going to see how they stack up.
1: Yeah, the the movie ends with uh, Shloofy's birthday uh, going off and window goddess monster uh, just kind of (laughs) is giving them like a little like Star Wars holiday special. Like, here's everyone we've (laughs) met today and here's some gifts from them. (laughs) That's exactly it. Uh, And we, yeah, we just get little like, here's some extra things for you on top of the Mm -hmm. gifts we gave you. Uh, the two Dod- gifts weren't enough. <laughs> yeah, Dottie Rounder pulls off a dot from her dress, like, here's my favorite round thing, and throws it, and <laughs> it lands on Schluffy. And then everything else they hand them just lands on his face. Like, that's what you do for a baby.
2: <laughs> if he is a baby.
1: I mean, he's, he's either a baby or he doesn't want to be there, or both.
2: <laughs> was-
1: yeah, and then there's a the dance segment in the credits where they return and dance with teens. And that's the last thing I wrote down. That's it.
0: Yeah, that's all you need to know.
1: So yeah, I, uh, I hated it. Uh, <laughs> what did you guys think?
2: <laughs> Jack, how was this seeing this movie for a second time? Did you ever think you would watch it for a second time?
0: Um, I think I have seen it a second time. When it ah. was on Netflix in 2013, I want to say, so it you got chose added to, to Netflix watch at some point, and I tried showing it to a few other people, and for obvious reasons, I don't think we watched mm. the full thing, So this might be yeah. my second full rewatch. Uh, I think it would be fun if I was in the company of other people. Like if we watched it on a Discord movie night, I would have a good time. But yeah, like I mentioned earlier, it was profoundly sad watching this alone
2: (laughs) yeah the movie i really appreciate its existence in the world as just an oddity Mm -hmm. i like that this weird extravagant flop of a movie exists and like i said i think some of the visuals and performances are very strong i had a lot of fun, like looking through the set designs and looking at all the little details that they put in there and everything's so like, it's got these exaggerated proportions. It's so bright colored and cartoony. Like it's all stuff that these set designers must've built by hand. There's craftsmanship in this movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is. There are redeeming qualities of this movie, but not enough. Mm.
0: Yeah. I, I am glad that it exists. And I'm happy to have positive memories associated with experiencing it as a trailer yeah. and just as a concept. And the first time yeah. watching it was a lot of fun. So, <laughs> yeah, that was worth I it. I also,
2: this movie is seems to be truly forgotten by Earth. I started typing in the name of the movie on IMDb because I wanted to double check, like, how long it was or where I could watch it or whatever and I'm starting to type Oog and nothing's coming up it's like do you want Steve Coogan like well I don't not want Steve Coogan but this (laughs) isn't what I came here for like I had to type the full name before it's like okay here's Oogie Loves
1: do you want Steve Oogie Love Coogan (laughs) Coogie Coogie Loves Coogie Loves now that's a movie I'd watch where they're all Steve Coogan yeah. Like oh, my God. Why can't he
2: should just dub over the movie? The voice of everything that isn't a human
1: is now Steve Coogan. <laughs> what was the name of the production company again? Uh, <laughs> Ken Bisselman presents Big Balloon Adventure Movie. Release the Coogan cut.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I do have one more tidbit that i found on the wikipedia page i think it was the producer of this movie the Mm -hmm. screenshot doesn't share his name but it says that he wanted to add something new to the pixar and dreamworks dominated children's film market why can't we have something that's all love where we don't even have the color black pixar always has the triumph of good over evil but why does there have to be evil in the first place?
1: For... <laughs> because that's good writing.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: You have to have a villain I... to overcome.
2: Yeah. Now that you say that, the only black in this movie is the spots on the cow in the Milky Marvin segment.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's
2: yeah. very brightly colored. I, he succeeded on his goal. This is truly new and unique. To this day, eight years later, nobody else has attempted anything that begins to approach who he loves. Not even for the home video market.
1: Especially not for the home video market.
2: I mean, as far as I know, as a 30-year-old childless woman.
0: Yeah, we'll have to do
1: some research.
2: Yeah, maybe there's stuff out there for kids that's like, okay, get up and dance around now.
1: I think there is, and I think it's executed better, but I can't
2: think of what it is. Mouse or size, something.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's Oogie loves and the Big Balloon Adventure. Uh, thanks for listening to uh, us uh, complain about this movie
2: and <laughs> <laughs> sing its a couple praises. We might be somebody's got to do it, and it's us.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go watch that Bobby Wobbly video. It's
2: Ab- absolutely Carrie always, <laughs> If you're listening, drop us a line.
1: Yeah, please yeah. come on the show. Carry always. Uh So, uh, Mel and Jack, you guys picked this movie. Uh, so it's my turn to pick what we're watching next, Mel. Looking down the list of all of the different shows that we put on, like f- starting out, like these are the first things we wanted to cover. This yeah. is second on the list. I want to watch Cubics, Robots for Everyone.
2: I like this. This is a name that is stuck in my head forever. I don't think I ever actually watched this show, but the name Robots for Everyone is so pleasing.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. we'll go ahead and and watch, I think, the first three episodes. Uh, Well, maybe we'll watch like the first two in the finale. Maybe we'll we'll mix it up. I'll let you know.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We'll see what cubics we can even find.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think it's on YouTube. Well, we'll you'll know what we watch when we when you see you guys next week. Um so yeah, tune in for that next week.
2: Jack, oh my god, I'm go, I'm googling Cubix and he's very cute.
1: Oh no, you're ruining it for next week. Okay, spoiler alert, the robot is cute. Yeah. Jack, thank you so much for joining us for today's episode.
0: Thank you so much for having me. This was fun.
1: Uh do you have anywhere online people can uh come find you or talk to you if you want to be talked to?
0: You can find me at Twitter, on Twitter, I'm at JMayPay, that is J-A-Y-M-A-Y-P-A-Y. Wonderful.
1: Uh, if you'd like to talk to the show uh, on Twitter, or on, uh, if you'd like to recommend any shows for us to watch, uh, you can talk to us on Twitter at SaturdayMOPod, or drop us an email uh, at uh, SaturdayMOPod at gmail.com. If you would like to leave a five-star review for the show on iTunes, uh, we will read any five-star reviews that's given. Uh, Any one-star reviews will be ignored poignantly. (laughs) If you would like to talk to us on Twitter, I am at jamswilk on Twitter.
2: I am at wilkywit on Twitter and Instagram. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. You can hear me podcast also on the Whatnots podcast network. That's Whatnots spelled like astronauts. Uh, I'm on The Review Show, which is a pop culture discussion show, and The Captain's Log, which is just a general nonsense chat show. And Jack has joined us for guest episodes in both programs, so you can hear Jack talk about f- much higher quality films, such as Parasite and Season 3 of Mr. Robot.
1: Good stuff. Thank you guys so much for listening. Jack, do you want to do our sign-out? It's Relax Kickback at Saturday.
0: Relax Kickback
1: It's Saturday. It's
2: Saturday. It's
1: Saturday. Come on, Ruffy! I'll stay here for this
2: one. I'm not a big fan of Boyd's.
1: Squawk, 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 squawkity. Squawk, squawk, squawk.
0: What did she say? This is Penelope. Her bunions are bothering her, and she's Cassie. She said Bobby Wobbly went out for a wobble. A wobble?
1: Seems I have some visitors, don't you know?
2: Sorry
0: to disturb you.
1: You're not disturbing me. How can I help you folks?
0: I'm Zuzie. We're the Hookie Loves. And this is Gooby and Toofy.
1: How do you do? I'm Bobby Wobbly.
0: It's our friend Sloofy's birthday today. And we're throwing him a surprise birthday party.
1: Well, now, that's awful nice of you.
0: But. One of his special balloons is tangled in the exhaust pipe on top of your truck. I can climb up there and get it, no problem.
1: Gosh, no. I couldn't let you do that. That's much too dangerous, you know.
2: Why? i
1: have never let anyone climb on top of my bubble truck. A
2: bubble truck?
1: Do you like bubbles? Yeah! Well, gosh, are you in the right place. Walk this way. Not a mansion, that's for sure. But it's home all right. My bubbles just aren't selling like they used to, you know.
0: Bubbles are awesome!
1: You betcha they are. I'd say they're just about the coolest thing around.
0: Bobby Wobbly?
1: Yes, sir?
0: Why do you wobble so much? Is your center of gravity misaligned?
1: You know, that's a good question. I like to wobble, cause... Cause why? Well, sure it's more fun than not wobbling, ain't that the truth. <laughs> Affirmative. Hey, why don't you join me in a wobble and see for yourself? Come on.
0: Prepare to wobble.